0: Is passionate about cars with Steve Kennard, teaching drivers how to survive the world of modern motoring and imparting wisdom to the next generation of motor technicians. It's interesting, Steve, to see a mechanic doing work on his own equipment.
1: This is a ramp, isn't it? A new ramp. It is a ramp, yes. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, I, you know, with the workshop itself, now we got uh, one, two, three, four. Um, We have four two-posters already installed. Uh, I've got two more to go up. We give us six two-posters plus our MOT ramp. Um, So they're a bit like beds. You get two-posters and four-posters. Well, I don't know about a two-poster bed, but yeah, four-posters I've heard of. But anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, funny you should mention that because on the four-poster, the platform is called the bed. So... (laughs) You know, but uh, the, the two posters are much more versatile. Um, they take up less floor space, as you can see, and they are just totally versatile. Put a ramp up in the air, uh, put a car on it. If it's dead, it's up out of the way, part one underneath it.
0: Yeah.
1: Remembering, of course, health and safety, lock it off first, get it into can the car. You can ask a silly question because
0: they mm. are basically just two posts, mm. and the car sort of balances between them. Yeah. Just stop them from tipping over.
1: Uh, the design of the ramp. Um, the most, I mean, if you look at the red two post that we got there, and that one's actually a four-ton. Now, we have had a mini skip lorry on that one. Um, it's its four-ton limit is uh, is a maximum it can lift, and and sometimes, I mean, we have vans on there that are long wheelbase vans, um, panel vans like a, a Luton or something like that because we have the headroom here and to get in and out the doors that's the main thing first mm. of all but you put something like that on there because of the overall length of it, it it seems to be you know it'll be on the ramp and it seems to be wavering side to side you know because it's a lot of weight mm. and if the weight is not reasonably sort of centralized the higher you lift it the more it's going to tend to sort of lurch one way or the other mm. but what we do use is once we've got it up we use the uh, tall axle stands that we got over there uh, just,
0: to, just to support put them. it
1: underneath either yeah. side so that it should anything happen you know I mean as I say health and safety is, is paramount um, and, uh, and I, I think without going into politics because it's very easy for me to slide into politics but no, without I think, we, I think
0: we should go into politics Steve you I've should. decided we, we need to expose more of your personality ah, to the listeners politics and let's have a political discussion
1: how long have you got about five minutes I don't know I mean I, I could send the commons to sleep Mind you, there's lots of people in there at the moment that do that anyway, aren't there? You know, I mean. Um, so what's been happening this month? Any any juicy stories? <sighs> well, are we talking cars or politics, either. Um, juicy stories. Well, we got a new guy started um, started last week in the uh, workshop because um, we're getting into what I call the uh, holiday season. All the guys, you know, booking holidays, and I think yeah. we've got now a run of about four months where we we don't get a full team. Um, So we got a new guy started. uh, And, um, yeah, first weeks, first impressions. um, Very impressed with him. Um, Is that him over there? He's actually an MOT tester as well, and uh, he's up there doing that. But all the sort of jobs I've thrown at him last week, you know, because it's first week, you can always tell how good a guy is within first week, you know, Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, everything he done last week. No real problems, um, straight in at them. So that's fine. So that's nice to get a a guy like that in the team. I'm still looking for a workshop manager, if there's one out there anywhere. (laughs) Okay. A workshop manager. What what, what attributes does a good workshop manager have to have? Um, He's he's got to be able to, uh, uh, let's say, be a bit of a peacemaker between the office and the shop floor. Uh, that's the first thing the because it's is Kathleen isn't it it's is, it is Kathleen <laughs> but it is, a, it is a go between uh, the office and the workshop floor uh, it's so that the office knows what's going on in the workshop and so that the workshop knows what's going on in the office if we spot anything we like to sort of say to the customer um, we've spotted this it needs urgent attention it's going to cost you this much do you want us to do it? Because obviously it's their money, they have the option. Mm. If it's something that we spot that we think is going to need attention in the near future, mm. we would then say to the customer, we've spotted this, not life or death at the moment, yeah. something to keep an eye on uh, yeah. or we'll rebook you, depending on how we go, you know, well, obviously the workload and that lot, like, fortunately, touch wood, we, we kept quite busy here all the time. You know? um, a lot of people are, are complaining about a slowdown. Are you seeing this here at all, the garage, Steve? Ah. Uh, well, I, I guess I am, um, slightly, but it, it's really, instead of us, I mean, we have had periods this year um, where we've been booking for sort of three weeks in advance, mm. which is no good in the motor trade. You know, if someone's got a problem with their car, you can't say to them, i would look at it in three weeks. Yeah. They need the car. Mm. Take the car away from people, take the le- it's like taking their legs off. I actually found it quite liberating, Steve, when I did that yeah? in my car. Yeah, I was walking all over the place. Ah, right, well, I'll make sure I don't do it too often, then. <laughs> Um, they do us out of business, but...
0: I'm saving uh, so much on petrol as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I mean, to be quite honest, you know, sliding back to politics, you know, around this town, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's probably quicker on foot. Mm. I wouldn't have said push bike. I mean, it's all right if you're just commuting along the coast track, you know, from Brighton, into Hove, it's fine. But if you live at the Race Hill or, or anywhere out of town, you're going to encounter a hill. Southover's mm. a good one. Mm. If you're living up around that way it's a hill it's fine going down but it's coming back up again you know uh, I mean, you just speed walk back up that's that's what you do i think you'd have to do something i've seen these people trying, you know to cycle up uh, elm grove and places like that and uh you know halfway up they're looking like they need oxygen
0: yeah a good trick is actually try and get caught on a wing mirror of a passing car that,
1: that works really well actually <laughs> yeah um, it, it, it would be nice, actually. You know, perhaps that's, that's a, a thing in the future. Not some sort of magnetic gizmo yeah, to a like hook. exactly. Like, a you cycle know, assistance a hook. car coming past, mm. hook onto that. Yeah, or a bus. There's a good thing, you know, because pretty soon, like, we, we won't allow cars in this town if this mm. council has, has its way. They won't allow cars. They're trying everything they can to get the car out of the town. Mm. But it, it just it, it bugs me a bit that we don't want the cars. But we want the revenue. That's how it goes. That's sliding mm. politics again, isn't it? Like, you know, is it?
0: Now, I love you. You particularly. Oh, there's a car reversing into a 2nd Let's move to the side. Mm. I
1: know that you uh, have a particular love affair with traffic wardens. Any, any juicy traffic warden stories the last few weeks? Ah, uh, well, yeah. Last, uh, I mean, what what we tend to find, and I'm sure, um, if if anyone locally sort of hears this, that it's perhaps not just locally. Perhaps this is is all over the country, but. Uh, a majority of the traffic wardens appear to be, let's say, um, continentals, non-British, non-English, uh, and their, their grasp of the language is a little bit suspect. Um, so it just amazes me how, um, how they can actually read some of the signs, to be quite honest, because um, we have had some around here that, that struggle to actually... Um, converse in english um we, we had one of our guys get a, a ticket oh, about a year 18 months ago um off a traffic warden now his car was actually outside the zone it was on the other side of the signs that that depict the end of the zone mm. so he was outside of it so he didn't actually come into the parking restrictions he was outside uh but this traffic warden according to the locals that, that live in the houses overlooking this particular area this particular traffic warden issued tickets almost on a daily basis to cars parked the wrong side of the sign mm. well not the wrong side it was actually the right side but mm. Mm. Uh, and he was giving tickets out left right and centre I mean, you just wonder how many people actually pay the tickets mm. because they don't understand the parking laws in the town mm. um and, I, and I, I expect, you know, if, if you were to do some sort of survey and find out from people how many are actually paying their tickets unnecessarily, mm. um, then uh, it really, uh, you know, they ought to be uh, able to get their money back. Um, because I do feel, uh, I'm a great believer, if you get a ticket, you have to appeal against it. Mm. You know, as a, as a stand, make a stand. If you're right or wrong, I'm not saying to people to break the law but mm. question the ticket mm. it's within your rights to question the ticket mm. uh, and uh, the only thing that concerns me is sometimes the signage isn't clear I had a conversation with the traffic ah. warden a few weeks ago
0: St James Street you know those parking mm. bays it says loading only yeah and I questioned a, a, a warden because he ticketed a friend's car who like me was collecting his children yeah. from, from a sort of subterranean um, sort of um, music studio yeah and I said, why are you putting that car, expecting his child? And he said, he's been here apparently 20 minutes, I'm not sure how that was. Mm. He said, it's five minutes. I looked at the sign, but it says nothing about five minutes, it just says loading only.
1: Yeah. Have you come across that? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of traffic wardens, I think, what they tend to do, if they don't understand, is the case, we'll issue a ticket and then fight it later. Um, in, in these streets here, right outside the garage, actually just picking the street opposite the garage there, uh, Montague Street... You, you, you know, the, the road itself is not very long, mm. but you have probably um, the first half a dozen bays are two hour bays. Then you have, uh, as a continuation, because you have to look for the little white line on the floor, yeah, as yeah. a continuation, it's residence only. Yeah. So if you purchase a ticket and put it in the residence, you get a ticket. Mm. Further along on the right hand side, you have a couple of three bays that are 11 hours and then behind them you have more residents so you really need to look at the signage because you have um in one street three or four different regulations this street again right outside the garage we have three two-hour bays at the bottom of the road then we have one 11-hour bay here we have a further two 11-hour bays up the road and then we have another six two-hour bays further up you know um that's in one street i I can't understand why we've got a mix of 2 and 11 hours. Mm, mm. You know, can we make them all 11 hours or make them all 2 hours? Mm. You know, let's, let's just standardise because all we're doing is confusing people. Mm. Um, and incidentally, the ticket to buy an 11-hour ticket for this street, you have to go into another street to the machine to get 11 hours because the machine in this street only issues 2 hours. So, mm. you know, I, I, just, I would just like for this, this council to actually get out their offices get onto the floor and have a look and see what sort of chaos they've created in this town purely on the parking alone it is so confusing but i guess their way of thinking is you know if we confuse people enough how much can we make on it it's as simple as that bottom line nowadays how much revenue can we make
0: Well, Steve, thanks for talking uh, to me and having this political discussion. Mm. Uh, But let's not let's not all forget that Steve is actually uh, does own First Class Garage, which is a a stupendously good uh, place to get your car maintained and fixed. And uh, Steve, thanks very much for talking to us today, and let's speak to you again soon. Okay, yeah, I look forward to it. it. Cheers, Annie. Thanks for listening to Passionate About Cars. Passionate About Cars is brought to you by First Class Garage at www.1stclassgarage.co.uk.